0: This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Right, we've learned a lot, Carano, in the last uh, eight, nine days uh, from the trial of Kyle, one Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, and yesterday, I think it was a uh, tough day for you, being a gun guy and, and a guy who uh, you know believes in the Second Amendment very strongly now when you're in your house up in the wilderness and i'm not going to say where it is the beautiful house thank you out in the uh out in the the, the, the wood yes So now if some crazy people break in and i don't know like murder your whole family besides you not not you you know your your cat kill your cat steal your money don't do it you, you can't reach for that gun which is lawfully registered i know you have a uh, concealed carry permit i know you've tra- been trained I know you would never put your finger on the trigger and aim it at a juror (laughs) or something stupid like that, but you can't use it. Did you know, did you realize until yesterday that as soon as you arm yourself, you forfeit the right to self-defense? New rule, as my man Bill Maher would say, new rule. So if you're a a single woman and you're a a nurse working the late shift or a waitress working the the late shift, then you got a little handgun, a little Glock in your purse, just in case... uh, and you're walking home from work down a dark street at night, and you get mugged and raped, um, you can't pull that gun out. Because nope. once you arm yourself, new rule, once you arm yourself, you forfeit your right to self-defense. I um, I understand that there are rules, and you cannot interrupt somebody when they're doing their cl- closing argument. I was told that the uh, prosecution, that the judge, nobody can interrupt these absolute morons, these fools, uh, Binger and Krauss, as they made their closing statement on behalf of the uh, state of Wisconsin yesterday. But shouldn't someone have stood up and said, you know, he, he, he's lying? He's, he's making that up. He literally said, it, and I got lots of notes from yesterday, but literally the district attorney said, you lose your right to self defense when you have a gun. Yes. When you have a gun, which is so bizarre. Think of this, Karana, what percentage of guns out there, and there are millions, I think the latest number is 500 million guns in this country, yes. legal, what percentage of them were purchased just for that purpose? So, what I mean, it is literally what most guns are for, self-defense.
1: Yeah, I would say that the the hunters are the minority, right? So you have to assume 75-80% bought it exclusively for self-defense, I would
0: think. You know, and even even hunters, they might have a, a a nice rifle to hunt, but they many of them have other firearms and they, you know, have it they have the whole they bought it for protection. They they put it somewhere, they know where it is. Someone breaks in, someone uh, you know, uh, <laughs> violates their space, they grab their gun for self-defense. This wasn't an off-the-cuff remark. This was a, a, a district attorney. This was a prosecutor. Someone getting paid by the state who says that you, who makes up, I guess, a new, a new amendment to the Bill of Rights Perfect. that you don't have a right to self-defense when you have a gun, which is literally the reason most gun owners bought their gun. That's what he said. I think, I predict, well, obviously, I'm, I mean, I'm following the trial closely. I, I think uh Rittenhouse walks. I think there's no other logical, reasonable rational way to look at it. This is madness that he's being uh, uh put on trial. It is madness that these 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 two clowns, uh Binger and Krauss had two and a half hours to lie about rittenhouse and and also lie about Rosenbaum and Huber and those um uh, marauding bands of antifa scum who were burning looting uh hurting people in kenosha when kyle rittenhouse and his friends were compelled to take up arms to protect their neighbors their friends their family members it is remarkable how many people in this country turned against rittenhouse because of politics i guess you'd call it politics i found this amazing uh uh, and, and, and I think there's no hope. There's no hope for the republic when you think about a 17-year-old kid on trial for protecting uh, this town, the city, against these uh, anarchists, these vandals, these, these, these hideous, awful, insidious maggots that were hurting people, burning things. So he says, you know, I'm going to protect. I'm going to do my best. I know how to handle a firearm. I'm going to protect the city. The city puts him on trial. The state puts him on trial. And lots of people, I mean millions, want him convicted. And I couldn't understand it at first, Karana. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. I, I, was, I found it baffling. And now I think the scariest part of this is the number of people, the number of, uh, the, the, the kind of people who are hoping for a conviction. The reason is they support Antifa. They support BLM, these these avowed anarchists who believe in destruction, who believe in the voice of the, the unheard, which is rioting, looting, burning. You saw how, how dismissive, uh, and we'll play it, how dismissive Binger, the, the real, the real vile DA, the one that looks like Gary Oldham, the one who picked up the gun and pointed at the jury yesterday, you saw how dismissive he was at what these monsters did to this city. See, I think that this, the reason I have hope is because the jurors, and there were 18, any minute now they're going to whittle that down to 12. So six jurors sat through the whole thing, and they're going to be told, we're good. You sit over yeah, there. See, <laughs> <see it. laughs> You're a backup now. But I think the reason I have such high hopes that the right thing will be done here is those people live in Kenosha. Yep. They saw the fires. They yep. saw the vandalism, the destruction. They saw people like Rosenbaum huber what they saw what they were up to and they know what Rittenhouse was doing and they know much of what binger did and said was what were, were lies when we yes. uh
1: so when so when we were i went to public schools uh throughout my entire life even though i went to a public college and we're taught that the state is on our side or the or, or the district attorneys are on our side right who are they're trying to protect us this ada is so corrupted this never should have been to trial he should have looked at the evidence looked at the video and said there's, there's nothing to go after here and that he didn't means that he had to put himself on the side of the child rapist
0: and <laughs> and yeah and, and i mean obviously obviously you can't say it in court there was no they weren't allowed to get into rosenbaum or hubert but he knew background knows. but but i wonder how many jurors you know did a little google search yeah. and yeah. said oh jesus but it was and i'm i'm with you i felt it was odd it was awkward for me cuz obviously i've watched a lot of trials and uh usually i'm rooting for the da you know when you're watching the the oj simpson trial well, yeah. you know <laughs> you know the defense the defense was really they were scummy they were lying sleazy they got a murderer off they didn't care about the victims in general i'm rooting for the prosecutor these are people who don't make as much money as the defense Generally, their hearts in the right place. Where they got these two is beyond me because they they stood there and uh, and 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 uh, I you know, we should play it. Let me let me um, let me get to uh, DCU and then we'll play it. The, the, to me there were a couple of real takeaways when he started talking about all Rosenbaum did yes. was set fires, you know, <laughs> and 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 use the n word tis tis tis. He says, and I'm going. Wait a second! Wait a second! Those are pretty bad things: set fires, overturning uh, porta potties, burning dumpsters, and pushing them at, at at gas stations. And that's all he did. And I'm going. Wait a second! That's a lot. I'm not saying it it uh, calls for the death penalty, but we all know before that we know what Rosenbump did. He tried. He threatened to kill, um, Rittenhouse, and he chased him and. Yesterday was devastating for the prosecution because all three, all three shootings are on video. <laughs> all three shootings right are on there. video. In all three shootings, Rittenhouse is going backwards. He's running from the person he shoots. He's running from Rosenbaum. He's running from Huber and from Gross Krauts and from the dropkick guy who I guess skates because he never gets identified. It's the dropkick guy that kicks him in the head and he somehow gets away, but the other three—they didn't. They got shot. They got shot while threatening the life of Rittenhouse. There's no disputing that. I thought the prosecution—I mean the defense—while it wasn't all that uh, artful, it was methodical, it was deliberate, it was long. But the defense did a good job and left no doubt. I mean, you know, I said they should have done their closing statement and taken you know five seconds. Said if he didn't shoot, he'd be dead period. Tell me where the flaw in that is. If Kyle Rittenhouse didn't shoot, he'd be dead, period. That's the definition of self-defense, is it not? Yes. But we'll get to, we'll get to a binger and Kraus and some of my favorite takeaways from the closing statements. We'll have the latest. If anything breaks, we're, we're on top of it. Like I said, they're deliberating shortly. Hopefully it's quickly. I mean, they might be fighting over one or two counts, but I have no doubt that they all understood it was self-defense through three shootings. And it was it was great this, yesterday morning watching them dismiss the gun charge <laughs> after the media went crazy for a week talking about how, you know, this kid carried a assault, automatic assault weapon, a weapon of war over over state lines. And that was just dismissed out of hand by the judge. Nice job. But we'll get to. That and a lot more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by DCU. Do you love your car, but hate your car payment? No problem. Refinance your car today with DCU, and they can help lower your monthly payment, lower your interest rate, or both. Applying is easy, and their loan experts will help you find the loan term and the payment that fits into your budget. Get out of that high-rate loan and get the interest rate and the payment you deserve from DCU. Learn more and apply today at dcu.org refinance, insured by NCUA. Membership required. All right, I know you have a, a lot of stuff. Sound from these guys, but I would say my favorite. And, uh, I, I I picked out one from each of the um, the DAs, the assistant DAs um, from Binger when he um, goes through the the list of you know the little things. Oh, the that little and, yeah. <laughs> and then we'll get to we'll get the Kraus saying that 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 fat load, saying that Rittenhouse should have just you know dropped the weapon and said, "Put up your dukes." and uh, had a fist fight. <laughs> Those are the new rules. When you're being attacked, when your life's being threatened, you're not allowed to use the gun. That's not self-defense, but you are allowed to kick him in the testicles. That is literally what an assistant district attorney said in court. He should have kicked him in the testicles. But th- there are two things that uh, were visuals, so we, we can't play them. One, obviously, was this fool binger holding the gun up with his finger on the trigger.
1: Okay, can I, I want to, I'm sorry, I gotta, I gotta speak to that. I'm sorry. The only rational response to anybody on the planet at any, in any circumstance whatsoever, the only rational response to someone pointing a gun at you with their finger on the trigger is you have to assume it's loaded and they're trying to kill you. That is the only rational thing. So what should have happened in that court yesterday is that bastard should have been tackled by the bail- bailiff and, and everybody else should have ducked. If I were in that courtroom, I would have screamed at him. I would have screamed and, ch- and probably charged him because you cannot do that. You can't do that. I know he's that. been
0: busy, but do you think he's uh, read the news out of, you know, New Mexico, Jeez. out of Hollywood, as he heard of the Alec Baldwin case? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> because um, somebody said that, one of the comment uh, analysts, and I watched the bailiff. You can't see his whole body, but you can see his legs and you could see his sidearm. And I'm thinking, did it cross his mind to pull out his weapon and it. say, drop it, you know, and arrest him? There were a number of people, serious people saying that's, that's worthy of disbarment, yes. disbarring this fool. You can't do that.
1: It, yes, you have to assume that that thing is loaded. If, if I were the bailiff, right, or I would, if, if the bailiff is, uh, is carrying, he should have
0: pulled. He, oh, he is. Well, I don't know if it's a bailiff. It might be a trooper, a state trooper, a cop, but right behind him in the aisle. You can't see where he's pointing because he's pointing it at the jury and you can't put <laughs> the jury on camera. Jesus. But that was remarkable, particularly after the Alex Baldwin Just insane, thing. insanity. And, and seriously, do you think you're convincing someone when you do that? You're convincing someone? They couldn't even prove that the 17-year-old, who was probably completely in, in full panic mode, you know, his heart was racing, they couldn't even prove he ever mishandled the weapon. You know they wanted him pointing it at the wrong people they they said he pointed it at the guy in the yellow pants which he didn't well they couldn't prove it they had grainy photos of him and claiming he was mishandling the weapon it never happened it never happened he in 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 you know hours and hours and hours of video doesn't do what Binger did no. which is violate the basic you know tenets of gun ownership that you don't pointed at someone with the finger on the trigger unless you plan on using it
1: did you see that you must have seen the side by side too of binger pointing um the ar-15 at at the jury and rittenhouse with holding it properly gun pointed down finger off the trigger uh like properly handing the weapon that side by side is just kind of uh i think indicative of the case one knew what they were doing the other the binger doesn't he has no concept
0: And I think a lot of people on the jury, I I don't know, there's only one uh, African-American. There's I forget the number. There's one more woman than man, I believe. We'll find out. I guess we won't find out. But they're uh, whittling down from 18 to 12 now as we speak. And the 12 people will make a decision. But lots of them are, all of them are from Wisconsin. I'm going to guess some of them are hunters and
2: gun owners and Second
0: Amendment people. And they had to be looking at that lunatic. Saying, is he really? Does he really have his finger on the trigger? I mean, honest to God, it was idiotic. Number two on the visuals from, you know, <laughs> that make you go, what is he thinking? The second one is he shows a picture, and I believe this was Krause. Or no, maybe it was Bingham. They show a picture from Roadhouse with <laughs> Patrick Swayze getting ready to fight. Patrick Swayze if you're not aware and you know I think everybody is was a bouncer in uh, the movie and he's a lot of fistfights a lot of fistfights in this movie so Patrick Swayze with the full you know long hair and everything getting ready to fight somebody in the movie that they're suggesting is what Kyle Rittenhouse 17 year old Rittenhouse was supposed to do and I don't know which instance which example is more bizarre the one with Rosenbaum who is a a muscle-bound little uh, lunatic who had just gotten out of a mental hospital who was suicidal, by the way, and on top of being a a child rapist who had a death wish. He was reaching for the gun, threatening to kill him. uh, Rittenhouse did the only thing he could do in that point. He defended himself. He shot him. The second time, he's on his ass on the middle of the street when at least two, at least three people are trying to kill him. Yep with the kicks with the skateboard yep. and with a Glock. Yep. And the, the the district attorney is actually suggesting he should have dropped the gun and said put up your dukes well, guys. And
1: and either way do, does the do the DA's know the end of that scene? Like Dalton rips the guy's throat out. He is he's a lethal weapon at that point. He's you know, he's a he's a he has a black belt and something and he rips the guy's throat out. Throat out. So that there is a death at the end of that scene.
0: Is it? I I didn't even know which scene it was. Oh yeah, they're at the
1: lake. I've Uh, seen the movie
0: plenty of times, but um, and and it it is there's something about the guy suggesting it. Who, as I said, looks like Jonah Hill ate Seth Rogen, and many many others said he looks like Drew Carey, and he does. This morbidly obese load saying, "Hey, just drop the gun, and you know, kick him in the nuts. You know, fight him like a man. Fight him like a man." Can I just suggest? I have no doubt. That if Rittenhouse ever lost control of the gun, if they took it away, if he dropped it, if he lost it, if it jammed, he would be dead. He He'd would be, dead. be. There'd be no trial because you don't. There are no trials for these antifa animals. They're allowed to run wild, as we know. I think the the strangest, you know, most ominous revelation is that the reason so many people, including the president of the United States and like ninety percent of the mainstream media, supported or, or was rooting for the prosecution, is because their heart is with Antifa. They're with the Vandals. They're with BLM, who's devoted to the destruction of capitalism and the nuclear family. They're with these complete radicals, anarchist criminals. They're with Rosenbaum and Huber, a convicted child rapist and a convicted domestic abuser. They're with these scum, and they don't care that Rittenhouse, you know, is by all accounts. A good kid, a law-abiding kid that wants to be a firefighter or a cop. He's a junior police officer, a junior firefighter, a lifeguard, had a medical kit. They don't care that all the evidence supports Rittenhouse's claim of self-defense. They're with, quite literally, the mob. And, and you'll see, if they quit Rittenhouse, which they surely should, and they start rioting, the media, just so you know, the people setting those fires, the media's with them. They support them. The people who are destroying small businesses in this little city, people who are ruining lives, the media, the mainstream media. And again, the president of the United States is with the vandals, is with the anarchists. That is frightening. I mean, I know Biden's not really sure what's going on, but the people around him, people pulling the strings, they're with Rosenbaum and Huber and against Rittenhouse uh, is yeah, scary. Well,
1: and, and then, So even Cori Bush, I was telling you about this before right. the show, she tweets out yesterday, when we marched in Ferguson, white supremacists would hide behind a hill near where Michael Brown Jr. was murdered and shoot at us. They never faced consequences. If Kyle Rittenhouse gets acquitted, it tells them that even seven years later, they can still get away with it. It's like, what trial are we watching? What trial are we seeing where there's a white
0: supremacist in the room? Where is that white supremacist? You have, you know, friends who are Democrats, right, yeah. and liberals. I mean, I do. I, 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 this is why I would have trouble if I were, uh, you know, I guess a good you know, old school Democrat, maybe a, a labor union guy or something. Yeah. You're with Cory Bush. That's that's my question from my friends. You're with Cory Bush. A, she's a moron, an absolute moron, and B, she's a liar. She's a liar. She's tough. And and I I, I, I often say. People in the media, people you know like like biden and and Kamala Harris, they're comfortable telling lies or whatever, because the media has protected them for so long. They're not used to being called out in any way for uh, you know for lying or whatever. I mean, they're just used to the media's on their side. Cory Bush, I assume, has gone through life in Missouri, having her ass kissed, and you know people believe in her when she lies. But she literally says they were shooting at us. And, and as I've pointed out, the, the, um, the whole narrative for Ferguson was a lie. The, the hands up, don't shoot Michael Brown. Michael Brown was trying to kill a cop. Uh, he's far, far from innocent. And the whole thing, the impetus of the whole thing was a, a lie. Yeah. Now she's saying literally when they march in Ferguson, white supremacists would hide behind a hill. Near where Michael Brown was murdered, and they would shoot at us. They never faced consequences. First of all, Michael Brown wasn't murdered. It was a justifiable shooting. The 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 um, Obama Department of Justice exonerated Darren Wilson, the cop. Michael Brown was a big, violent guy who was trying to kill a cop. The cop did what he had to do. Michael Brown ended up dead. Uh, all the, it's all the fault of him. People like Corey Bush, they're dangerous because they're lying to people who are un, ill-informed. They're saying, you know, the the cops killed Michael uh, Brown, and now they're shooting at us. Yeah, that's completely made up, as everybody knows. Anyone who read that tweet knows it's completely made up. Um, but there's no consequences. Like yeah. it's not like not like you know Donald Trump or somebody. If they made something up, they'd be getting called out constantly. That to me, if you're a i don't know a mainstream or a moderate Democrat, whatever you want to call yourself, are you really with Cory Bush this crazy lying you'd have to not,
1: you'd have to not know anything about the case. You, people I just think people don't want to know they, they won't take the time and and just look one level down at this they're just following certain leaders who are telling them what to do and Cory Bush, she can't be that naive to think that Rittenhouse is a white supremacist, can't she? She's got to just be using this for power, right?
0: It's just it's remarkable how, I mean, let's face it. Any high profile case of any kind, any election, any criminal case, it's all going to be somehow uh, injected with race. Yeah, It's what they do. It's, it's all they do. And then we've played some of the sound, the, the, you know, there's, there's been these montages of people on MSNBC and CNN and New York Times talking about the racial component here when there literally is no racial component. They're just making it up. Everybody involved, the shooter, the the two dead guys, the guy who had his bicep blown off, they're all white. Everybody's white. The prosecutor, the defense attorney, the judge, there's no racial component at all. No. So... Again, it goes back to the Virginia election. It doesn't matter that there's no racial component, that there's no uh, racial issue. They're just going to make it up. They're just going to make it up. It's what they do. It's what they traffic in. So if you're you're Joy Reid, who is so insane, at some point, they're going to, even MSNBC is going to say, you got to tone it down a notch, Joy, you lunatic.
1: No one's watching anymore.
0: (laughs) That's true. No one's watching. (laughs) You got to have to tone it down. What are we talking about? White super- first of all, there are no white supremacists. They don't exist. If there were any, they would name them. They would show you their faces. Well, that's your thing, boogeyman. Surely,
1: um, uh, surely, uh, Corey Bush can prove that there were a bunch of white supremacists on a hill. Like someone identified them, right? In a world full of cameras and cell phones right. and stuff, surely those those actually exist, and we can when we could see them. Surely there are rounds. People were police shot reports. By anything. Surely that exists, Corey.
0: Just to make it up is insane. And again, the president did it. The president accused the 17-year-old who we saw, we learned a lot about the last nine, 10 days. We know, of course, he's not a white supremacist, not a domestic terrorist. He's nothing, not a racist. The president of the United States called him a white supremacist. God, I hope that's actionable. I would love to see uh, Kyle Rittenhouse include, I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot of people to sue. Uh, I, I, God, I hope he includes Joe Biden in that. And maybe even Jen Psaki, she was asked about it yesterday. Let's just play this because it, it is amazing to me that someone can't just say, you know, we probably shouldn't have gotten involved here. We've learned since that there's no race, the racial element to this. You know, the kid was trying to protect the city because the cops were told to stand down because the mayor and people like binger didn't do their job they let the city burn and a few people a few heroic citizens said we can't have this let's get out there and protect our city protect our our, our brothers and sisters protect the businesses yes the businesses that were burning and now we're in court trying to put that guy that kid in jail and exalt not exonerate exalt the likes of rosenbaum and huber and gross what, what, what an abortion the, uh, the prosecution was, but of course, I mean, I don't even know why I have to say Peter Ducey. If you say Jen Psaki was asked an actual question, an actual real question, the only one that does it, you could just assume it was Peter Ducey. The rest of them are sitting there, you know, telling Jen Psaki how how nice her nails are. Uh, You feeling okay today, Jen? How great is it to get a bipartisan pork barrel bill passed? Isn't it wonderful? They're all just cheerleaders, except Peter Ducey, who asked Gensaki "Why Biden called this this courageous kid who was out there protecting Kenosha? Why he called him a white supremacist?"
1: Something tied to an ongoing court case. Why did President Biden suggest that Kyle Rittenhouse, on trial in Kenosha, is a white supremacist?
2: So, Peter, what I'm not going to speak to right now is anything about an ongoing trial, uh, nor the president's past comments. Uh, What I can reiterate for you is the president's uh, view uh, that we shouldn't have, broadly speaking, uh, vigilantes patrolling our communities with assault weapons. We shouldn't have opportunists corrupting peaceful protests by rioting and burning down the communities they claim to represent anywhere in the country. As you know, Closing arguments in this particular case, which I'm not speaking to, I'm just making broad comments about his own view. Um, There's an ongoing trial. We're awaiting a verdict. Beyond that, I'm not going to speak to any individuals or this case. But the
1: President has spoken to it already. And his mom now, Kyle Rittenhouse's mom, came out saying that the President defamed her son. And that claims, uh, she claims that when the President suggested her son is a white supremacist, he was doing that to win votes. Is that what happened?
2: I just have nothing more to speak to an ongoing case uh, where the closing arguments
0: were just made. So uh, my follow up would be if vigilantes with assault weapons, weapons of war, don't take to the streets to protect Kenosha, who will? You know, who will? That's why I think it's got to be at least two thirds of this jury who were upset when uh, rioters and looters were allowed to run free in their city. They have to be thinking, thank God for Rittenhouse. Can we, once we acquit him, can we give him a a medal or something or have a day, have a little parade, bring out all the people that were with him attempting to protect our businesses. I was reading about Kenosha and they destroyed the city. It's a small city. They destroyed it. $50 million in damages. You've seen the video of them destroying uh, used cars in a used car lot. That's just some guy with a little used car lot trying to make a living. They took baseball bats and destroyed all the cars. Then they burned them. They set them on fire. Those people, uh, according to Binger, you know, they were just out there, little hijinks, you know, having a little fun. (laughs) I want to get to this, Binger, I mentioned it. And it was one of the most disturbing um, lines of, whatever, defense or lines of for the prosecution because it was, he, (laughs) he, he was literally downplaying everything the mob did. And things we all saw, like setting fires, attempting to burn, oh, just a gas station, flipping over porta-potties. And he defends him using the N-word. By the way, for these race hustlers like Corey Bush and Joe Biden, the guy they're defending and in, in, in claiming the guy who was shot by a white supremacist was calling everybody the N-word, yelling it in a crowd, yelling it out. That's the guy on their side. The guy who shot him is the white supremacist. You got that, Karana? You got that? Oh, I got it. Um, but he mentions the N word and says "tis tis tis." Completely glib, snarky. I'm sorry, but usually of late, at least, uh, liberals want the guy using the N word to get executed, don't they? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, isn't that what they wanted with uh, Waller, the the whatever the the, the country singer, uh, Morgan Waller? Yes. I mean, he used it drunkenly with his friend at two in the morning. And they want him destroyed, you know. And everybody except Hunter Biden, who uses the N word, they want them destroyed. Well, I've never seen anybody, uh, at least not a white person, so freely using the N word like Joseph Rosenbaum
1: did. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if Written uh, is the white supremacist, I guess that makes Rosenbaum an honor, an honorary black man for this for these purposes. <laughs> you can, <laughs> so, you can, have can say it. it
0: is amazing how much we've learned. And again, the jury doesn't know this. We know he likes to rape children. He raped. I think there were five counts of him raping boys between the age of nine and 11. Uh, he did 10 years. He had more, uh, I don't know what you call violations in prison than any prisoner I've ever seen. I saw the record. He ends up in a mental hospital. He, he was suicidal. He gets out of the mental hospital. And the first place he goes is to the riots. You know, yes. where else would you want to go? if <laughs> That's you're? Where I would go.
1: I'm out. I'm free. I'm rioting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he just wants to fight. You see him. He's ready to fight anybody. Oh, he he's everybody. all hopped
1: up. It's like he's on he angel had, dust or something. I wonder. I, I he's probably. I know he's insane, but I wonder if he's also on something because I wonder if he's off up. something.
0: <laughs> he if he's off too. something, yes. like he's supposed to be medicated, and he would scare me. And he's five foot whatever, five one, five two. He would scare most grown yes. men. Yeah, amazing that Rittenhouse had enough composure to put four bullets in this this lunatic and not let him get the gun not let him uh, physically assault him it was great it was composure it was he was composed the world is a much better place with this guy but let's listen to thomas binger and he thought this was a good idea kind of list the things that rosenbaum did and act as if it's nothing can we play that
2: yes he just happens to stumble into it so what does he do that night oh let me tell you all the awful things Joseph Rosenbaum did. He tipped over a porta potty that had no one in it. He swung a chain. He lit a metal garbage dumpster on fire. Oh, and there's this empty wooden flatbed trailer that they pulled out in the middle of the road and they tipped it over to stop some bearcats and they lit it on fire. Oh, and he said some bad words. He said the N word.
0: That, to me, is just mind-boggling, mind-blowing. You thought, Bigger, uh, you thought that was a good strategy to tell these people whose lives were turned upside down for a, in a few days in August of 2020 that all of it is no big deal, including using the N-word, and you go, tsk, tis tis tsk, That seemed like a good idea when you did it in front of the mirror. A couple of nights ago, Mr. Binger, I mean, you're going to lose this case. You deserve to lose it. I I hope you face some repercussions for wielding a weapon in court. But downplaying all these things that affected the lives of the 18, which is now 12, jurors, impacted all their lives, including, I know there's only one African-American on the jury, but including going, "Mm, like, who cares? So he called everyone the N-word. So what? Uh, honestly, he, he almost made a case for shooting the guy. Oh, you know? he did. Yeah. So he set fires. He tipped over porta potties. He, by the way, he was ready to assault. He was carrying a chain. He thought he was, you know, like Mad Max out there in the, you know, dystopian, the hellscape out there, ready to fight and hurt anybody he came across. And, and fortunately, he didn't get close enough. He got pretty close, but not close enough to hurt Kyle Rittenhouse. That, to me was amazing that you are so tone deaf that you think you know uh, making burning dumpsters setting fires in the city was no big deal yeah
1: so he they you're exactly right he makes the case for the defense because like this is the pattern that happened all night did all these violent acts in a row and then we see the video of him trying to do violent acts to rittenhouse it's like he makes the case for him it's right there and,
0: and you know what uh he also uh he's the one I think they both did it but he's the one that said you lose your right to self-defense now I granted they're probably not constitutional scholars a lot of them on the jury but that's something that most people that understand whatever forget the second amendment just the basic tenet of self-defense you lose your right when you arm yourself it was so strange that I, I was stunned he did it but Do you have that handy binger saying you lose your right? You forfeit. He literally says you forfeit your right to self-defense.
2: I think it's this one. Hold on. Convince you that Joseph Rosenbaum was going to take that gun and use it on the defendant because they know you can't claim self-defense against an unarmed man like this. You lose the right to self-defense when you're the one who brought the gun, when you're the one creating the danger, when you're the one provoking other people.
0: You lose your right to self-defense. When you carry Uh, a gun? When you carry (laughs) And then, uh, uh, I know it was a tough day. Tough day for the mob. Tough day, you know, for the Biden regime who were hoping to put this kid away. Uh, But the day started yesterday with them dismissing the case of him carrying an illegal weapon because it wasn't. Why, by the way, did it take all this time? I mean, he was indicted how many months ago? And you... And all the judge does is say, how long was the gun? Oh, it's long. Okay. Case, uh, that dismisses. I mean, that count is dismissed. It's not illegal. A, the whole narrative fell apart in like 10 minutes. He didn't cross state lines with a weapon. The weapon was in Wisconsin. B, he wasn't illegal. You're allowed to have one of those when you're 17 years old in Wisconsin. So he, he wasn't breaking any gun laws, which is their favorite kind of laws. That was a tough start to the day. If you're one of the people in the mob or with the, with the media or the Biden regime, in that you were hoping at least for that, to convict him on having the gun illegally. Well, that didn't happen. And by now, anyone who's paid attention knows, crossing state lines is a lot of crap. His father lived there. His grandmother lived there. His best friend lived there. He worked there. Didn't cross state lines. You know not cross state lines with ill Dent, Joseph Rosenbaum, Philip Huber. The whole mob, these people aren't from Kenosha. They came in there to cause trouble. Alright, we'll get to uh, what were they calling him on, on Twitter? Fatlock? We'll get to Fatlock. Uh, <laughs> Krause. Krause, who um, uh, said some of, I mean, he he gave Bigger a run for his money when it came to saying really, really stupid things. And uh, Enos Cantor continues to make his run at Larry Bird on my list of favorite players ever favorite Celtics ever kind of love Venus Cantor what balls he has and every time he is Cantor talks I think he makes LeBron look smaller and more cowardly and we we didn't talk about much about this yesterday but there was a a really cool military parade in uh Kabul Kabul the the Taliban held a military parade and all those look a little big, familiar deep, all those big vehicles heading down Main Street looked very familiar I it was it was kind of cool but uh we will get to all that. But first, let me tell you about our friends at MyPillow. I love My Pillows. I've told you. You can go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry with a G for huge discounts. For example, the standard MyPillow is normally $69.98 with code word Jerry. It is $19.98. How's that for savings? MyPillow is made in the USA, and it comes with a 10-year warranty. It's machine washable and dryable, and it's the most comfortable pillow you will ever sleep on best part it makes an excellent gift who's going to not like opening up their gift or look digging it out of the gift bag and finding a my pillow you get this now what you can do too is support this show and you can fight back against cancel culture like us michael uh, lindell is constantly under attack from the cancel culture mob by purchasing from my pillow not only are you helping this show helping us you're joining the fight against cancel culture. My pillow's not available in box stores anymore. You know that. You know that whole story. But you can get factory direct pricing if you order from mypillow.com.com using code word Jerry. I got, I got the pillows. I got the giza sheets with I, which I love. And you know what I want next? I'm gonna ask for this for Christmas. Karana, is the slippers? I saw Mike Lindell talking about the slippers. They look great. They like everything else. They sell. I'm sure it's great quality, great, com- uh, really comfortable. I want, I want the slippers. I'm gonna just go on mypillow.com and use code word. Actually, I'm gonna tell someone in my family. That's what I want. That's go. how it works. That's how it works. But we love my pillow. We love, we love Mike Lindell. You know what else we love? Karana. We love Hone Health. I told you about Hone Health yesterday. Another new sponsor we're happy to have. Hone is a comprehensive hormone optimization clinic. It helps men get back their energy, their focus, their libido, and their muscle mass by addressing low testosterone. Hone offers at-home biomarker testing, in-depth physician video consults, and FDA-approved medication delivered straight to your door. Since it launched in 2020, Hone has helped thousands of men. If you're like a lot of people, a lot of men my age, Carano's age you're lacking energy, can't quite make it through the day, you're having a hard time putting on muscle, you're in the gym and you're not getting the results you want, or maybe libido is not what it used to be. Your hormones uh, might be to blame. Did you know that testosterone levels have decreased substantially over generations? Our father's generation had testosterone levels that were 25% higher than ours today. We don't know exactly why that is, but this is the solution. Thing is, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. There are many factors, such as the environmental changes that are affecting our generation. Today, 30 million men in the U.S. have low testosterone that's affecting their daily lives. Hone health can help. Testosterone is more than just a sex hormone, it affects your energy levels, your muscle mass, your focus, and your overall mood. Who doesn't want to improve their mood? Hone helps men get testing and treatment for low testosterone from the comfort of comfort of their home it's a very easy process you collect the sample you mail it in to the lab once the results are ready you have a video check with an actual doctor the doctors will re- recommend a personalized treatment plan based on your biomarkers and your symptoms treatment includes fda approved medication delivered straight to you your door as you know i'm no medical expert but home health home health is and they will be there with you every step of the way. Order Hone's easy-to-use at-home assessment test today to learn your testosterone level for a limited time. Only listeners to this show get the at-home testing and a doctor consultation for just $45. Go to honehealth.com slash Callahan to take advantage now. That's Hone, H-O-N-E, health.com slash Callahan to get the at-home testing and the doctor consultation for just 45 bucks. I you know could really use that is this guy Krauss, this D A Krauss, or or as they call him on Twitter Fatlock, who took uh, he, I, I have to say he was better less insane than Binger you know he didn't uh, pick up a gun and point pointed at the jury, but he did go completely overboard uh, at a couple of uh, a couple of points in his closing remarks and by the way why did they get to finish you went two and you went like two and a half hours. With the prosecution, with Binger, and then two and a half hours with Mark uh, Richards, the defense attorney, and then this guy gets to come up and close the deal. It seemed like the defense should get to go last. I thought he that's how did. it was in court, but I guess I, well, that's I not. Need, but but not. Maybe they just said, you know, <laughs> we're done here. We made our case. But he stands up, and he was really, he had an attitude, a real attitude. I heard a lot of legal analysts, like Jonathan Turley and Dershowitz, saying that his 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 uh, approach. You know, his demeanor was insulting. You know, he was snarky and, and sarcastic. And he treated, you know, like, like he, he, he looked down his nose at someone like Rittenhouse. And But this was the most remarkable part. He zeroed in on Rosenbaum. Again, jury can't find out what kind of guy Rosenbaum is. They don't know. He's a mental patient. They don't know he's a child rapist. But his whole line of... <laughs> attack was to point out that Rose that uh, Rittenhouse should have dropped the gun and fought the insane 36 year old mental patient. This is a 17 year old kid running away. We could see the video he's running. By the way, there have been a lot of lies from the media over the last whatever year and a half. This is top of the list. They said that Rosenbaum was running away from Rittenhouse for a year now. Well, it was the opposite. We learned in court that Rosenbaum was chasing Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse was about to get cornered. He turned around and shot, trying to save his own life, and he did. Fortunately, he did. Well, Krauss, the big, heavy, husky husky DA, said Rosenbaum, said Rittenhouse should have stopped, dropped the weapon, and kicked um, Rosenbaum in the testicles. I heard that in court. He actually said that in court. Can we play it?
1: I don't have the Tesco part. I have the everyone takes a beating, and I have... Uh, um... well, that,
0: that's even worse, the everyone takes a beating. Yeah. Uh, if you missed it, and he said this very matter-of-factly, the DA said if he dropped the weapon and fought, you know, he might get beat up, but hey, everyone takes a beating. Now, I'm sure Krauss did when he was in high school, even though he's a very large man. I'm sure they found an extra-wide locker to stuff him in. He looks like the type who knows what he's talking about when he said everyone takes a beating. But he said that in court, in front of a jury, that you might have to take a beating. But he called Kyle Rittenhouse, again, a 17 year old kid out there with a medical kit protecting the community, protecting businesses, protecting the residents of his father's hometown. He called him too cowardly to fight with his fists. Too cowardly? I can't, I mean, you could say a lot of things about Kyle Rittenhouse. He wasn't cowardly, he was amazingly. Gutsy and courageous out there Taking on these scummy Antifa maggots who were destroying The city, he went out there And at one point he was all alone And he was taking on these people But let's listen to uh, Fatlock Talk about, uh, you know, what Kyle Rittenhouse should have done With uh, Rosenbaum Everybody takes a beating sometimes, right? Sometimes you get in a,
2: a Scuffle and maybe you do Get hurt a little bit that doesn't mean you could just start plugging people with your full metal jacket AR-15 rounds and no bullets are not bullets. <laughs> and we heard testimony about that.
1: Bullets are not bullets. I don't I didn't get what that meant. Yeah, well
0: well, Binger during the questioning, during the whole trial, he kept talking about full metal jacket. Like he'd just seen the movie, <laughs> you know, full metal jacket. At one point, Rittenhouse, when he was on the stand, said, I don't know that much about ammo. Like he was asking him, did you have full metal jacket? Were they hollow points? And they are going, what? What are you talking about? Who cares what kind of bullet? He shot him four times. Well, they would have took to, to to neutralize the threat.
1: He had hollow point rounds, which I think, and I know they talked about that earlier in the case, which makes yeah. sense. You you do it's, it has better stopping power. They I we had binger say that they explode on impact, which is. He's a he's an idiot, and he's just showing himself as an idiot again, which doesn't happen. But an, an a hollow point, like I have a forty five. My forty five, care. Um, I use hollow points for. It's a, it's for stopping power. It it just it expands a little bit when it hits him, and it it creates a a um, it's yeah, it creates a little bit more damage. It doesn't explode. So I think that's what maybe. Krauss was referencing yesterday when he was saying full metal jacket and a bullet isn't a bullet. I, that was the only thing that I, that I could make from it. it. It was an inane statement, but the, also the other thing too, I really dislike this narrative that everybody takes a beating. No, no one should ever take a beating ever. That's why you are like, you have the moral imper- imperative for self-defense. You should never be physically hit ever.
0: Well, how about this? Everyone takes a beating and this is moments after, you know, we watched the video, uh, the defense went through it frame by frame where he's on his ass with a gun. Yes. And they're threatening him with uh, a skateboard to the head, which is a deadly weapon. Yes. One guy is literally kicking him in the head. These are grown ass men. And then Grouse Krauts pulls out his Glock and points it at him before he shoots off his bicep. So question for you, uh, D.A. Krauss. Was he supposed to fight them? Was he supposed to fight the guy with the Glock? Hand, was he supposed to take on the three of them? That's the other thing, was a mob. When you watch the video again, I'm, I find it infuriating in case you haven't noticed that they ever brought this case. This whole thing is an abomination. You watch that video of him on his, first of all, you see the video of him with Rosenbaum. Clearly self-defense, clearly. Rosenbaum already threatened his life. We're done with that. We move on to this where he's trying to run away because he just shot Rosenbaum. He's trying to run to the cops. They chase him, they knock him down, they knock his hat off, they kick him, they smack him with the f- skateboard. Gross Ro- uh, Krauts comes in with the gun. You know, the, the, the medic, as the uh, prosecution called him, Gross Krauts, the medic carrying an illegal Glock, points it at him, is ready to shoot him dead when uh, Rittenhouse fires. How the hell can we not all agree that that's self-defense? Where did we, what is well, missing and, here? How and- can we all not just say clearly... There's no. That is the definition of self-defense. The fact that he's on trial is a joke. As I've said, this is trial by mob. I don't know if I'm going to defend Binger and Krauss in any regard. It's that maybe they knew they had no case and they were forced by the higher governor, ups, the mayor, right mayor guess who could force I mean, them. The mayor. I mean, mayors, governors, I the guess. president. The yeah. pressure. The pressure from some people was so much that they said, we'll try him. Here's what they probably thought, Corona. They said, we'll try him. Clearly, we're not going to get him on murder, but maybe we'll get him on the weapons yep. charge. Maybe we'll get him on violating curfew. Maybe we'll get him on something minor and he'll do 90 days in jail, or maybe we can get him six months in jail and the mob will have their piece of, their hunk of flesh. You know, the, the Ayanna Presleys, the liars like Ayanna Presley and Corey Bush and Joe Biden, you know, we'll give them something here, which is obscene because the kids you know, clearly not guilty and he's been made to to sweat it out for this long i'm i mean granted yesterday he had a tough time not yawning he just kept fighting back yawns and yawning but he probably doesn't sleep he's, he's his life's on trial and it shouldn't be and this is what this mob starting with the president on down to congress to the media this is what they want they want the you know they want barabbas. you know let the, that's what they want the mob is demanding this this uh, kid get convicted for something he didn't do. Well,
1: if Krauss wants no. him if Krauss thinks that he should take a beating or should have taken a beating, I mean he did like I'm sure it would be yeah. it would have been interesting. Maybe they showed this at the trial and I didn't see it, but it would have been interesting to see if there were any pictures taken of Rittenhouse after the ordeal. He probably had bruising all over his body from the skateboard, the kicks to the face. he was on the ground. He did take a beating. So at and what, point, literally so say, what, at get what point, at what point is it enough of a beating where you can defend yourself? Then Krauss? the other thing yeah. I wanted to say too, is I feel like gross Kraus is getting off easy here. Did I, 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 I guess I, I didn't really see his history until yesterday, but domestic violence. He, he hit his grandmother burglary <clears throat> and theft property damage. Um, He broke a window to to go after his his girlfriend at the time. Uh, And then DUI as well. This is not a saint. This is a guy. He's he's
0: an avowed communist or anarchist. He's an uh, Antifa guy. Antifa guy with an illegal gun, not a long legal gun like Rittenhouse, a little short Glock, Uh, which brings us back to uh, Binger saying, Why were you so scared? All he had was a pistol. (laughs) Oh, that's it. (laughs) Uh, But uh, perhaps the greatest uh, uh, outrage of the day was Binger, the DA, saying that the crowd that was coming after uh, Rittenhouse, the one to kill him, was full of heroes. Heroes. He called them heroes. Huber, Rosenbaum, Gross, Krauts, and company who caused $50 million in damages, who set fires, Burned businesses to the ground, destroyed cars in the car lot. I mean, just just went marauding like 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 Genghis Khan through that that little city. <laughs> and the DA called them heroes. That was so insulting and bizarre. And, and not enough bad things can happen. I hope he gets disbarred. I hope he gets reprimanded because uh, he is just a dirtbag. I but- hate him.
1: Actually, I really hate Binger and what he represents. <laughs> he's a he's a terrible human being. And um, and I don't even feel sorry for how dumb he is. Like his points are dumb. I don't even feel sorry for him. I just hate him. I want him out.
0: Me, me too. He's he's awful. And uh, I I don't think he reluctantly did what he did. I think he's he's his heart's with the mob. I well, mean, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't He would. He was gone. ordered to make a case that couldn't be made. Essentially, but that's when you start lying. You start saying things like you have no right to self defense or the crowd was full of heroes. I mean, if you're sitting on the jury, you're going heroes we get to that point but he, Antifa.
1: if you weren't if you weren't liking what you're doing you wouldn't go full andrew dice clay condescending oh so he burned down some stuff like you wouldn't do that unless you were leaning into it he, I, I, yeah. he this guy this guy sucks
0: he does suck hopefully we'll get to see him take one on the chin today hopefully the uh, jury doesn't take too long i'm not going to be happy if we're sitting here tomorrow Corona, talking about this and I the know, jury's still out might happen because there might be one holdout maybe these BLM guys like George Floyd's nephew, maybe they got to one jury or maybe. two jurors. That's all they need for hung juror. But maybe it's a hung juror and the uh, or judge says, we're not retrying it. We're done here. This was a waste of everybody's time. All right, we got a lot more to go. Well, we got a little bit more to get to here before we wrap this sucker up. But first, let me tell you about Shake Concrete. Shake Concrete, as you know, has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed in your home. If you're building a new home, or remodeling and replacing an old staircase, Shea has great values designs, uh, with designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Removing the old stairs, that is a pain. They're heavy, they're awkward, and where do you even put them? Don't worry about it. Shea will take care of all that for you when they're done. You'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. Don't forget, it's more than an upgrade. It is an investment. You can learn more about their precast stuff. At shakeconcrete.com. And you can also apply for a job. This is a good company to work for. These are good people, good family owned business, been around for a long time. They treat their people right. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions available, and business is booming. They're busy and they need you. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com, see if they have an opportunity for you or stop by one of their plants and talk to someone there. It is a great company, and they're just looking for people because things are good, for ShakeConcrete.com. All right, before we uh, wrap this up and wait for the jury to come back, I can't say enough good things about Edis Cantor. I don't think he's getting enough credit, obviously, for obvious reasons because there are people, powerful people like the commissioner of the NBA, like LeBron James, who are complete toadies, stooges for the Chinese Communist Party. They don't care that there are concentration camps. They don't care that their crap, their sneakers and, and jerseys are made by literal slaves. That's I, I love the fact that that we are now know what hypocrites Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James are. They pretend they care about you know justice, racial justice, economic justice in this country, but they don't care that the country that they're doing business with is literally keeping people in concentration camps. Well, one guy cares, Enos Cantor, And he ain't letting up, by the way. We wondered if someone would get to him and say, you know, kind of tone it down, Enos. Um, Joe Biden is in the middle of a a virtual summit with Chinese President Xi Jinping, his old friend. Um, Well, right in the middle of it, or just before it, Enos Cantor comes out and says, uh, let's see, he he tweeted, at POTUS, at POTUS, he says, stop playing games with bullets, I mean with bullets, with bullies, and do what you promise to the world, prioritize human rights. Um, Will Joe Biden ask about Uyghur genocide or assault on Tibetans in Hong Kong, or will they pat each other on the back, said the great Anus Cantor. I still, I I mean, I think Celtics games are not allowed on on TV, you know, in China, which is great, Uh, not good. Adam Silver, the commissioner, that complete stooge for the communists, he, he doesn't like this, guaranteed LeBron hates this, but Enos Cantor ain't stopping. He literally wrote about the Uyghur Muslim slaves on his sneakers when he took the court. That's a hero. If the media weren't so corrupt, he'd get the ESPN, whatever they call it, Arthur Ashe Award. He'd get profiles and courage from the Kennedys. If, if these people were legit, they would recognize what? a hero enos Cantor is what guts what courage it takes well, to do what he's can, doing do right he, now can i ask you about out,
1: the, can i ask you about this so he he said a couple days ago keep limiting me on the court i'll expose you off the court what what does he mean by being limited on the court is he has his playing time been cut or something he, I, he,
0: he thinks the officials <laughs> the officials oh, really? might be in on it which i you know i don't i don't necessarily <laughs> buy that but there's no question that the league, the commissioner wants him to shut up. Oh, they yeah, would like yeah, to yeah. muzzle him. I don't think it goes down to the officials calling, you know, a charge instead of a, a block because he's, yeah, he he's looks,
1: going, uh, he looks better if he doesn't, doesn't take right. that trajectory. He shouldn't, he shouldn't
0: post well, stuff. Like but, that. but he calls out the commissioner. He calls out LeBron James and he calls out the president. That's pretty good. That takes a sure. lot of guts from a 29 year old guy. Who's certainly no superstar, but you know, We're proud to have him here in Boston. So keep it up, Enos Cantor. You are the man, especially when I like when he calls out LeBron. I like when he tags King James, the biggest fraud of all time. King James, who, by the way, when Rittenhouse gets acquitted, will King James cry? Will he cry? Because he cries a lot. He cries when he gets a cramp. He cries when he gets a a call doesn't go his way. He cries. And then he blames. he mocks. Kyle Rittenhouse is on trial for his life for crying, calls it fake tears. What a fraud. God, I can't stand LeBron. And I love Enos Kanter. But all right, uh, Karana, we shall leave it there. Again, great military parade in Kabul. I love seeing all our stuff again. It's good to know they're taking good care of it, keeping it washed, clean, and, and detailed. But they used a uh, 85 billion in U.S. weaponry for their big parade yesterday over the weekend. It was very nice. But all right, we will leave it there. We're gonna go watch watch whatever and watch nothing we're gonna go wait for a verdict good luck to the 12 jurors and good luck to the city of kenosha there are 500 national guardsmen on duty so hopefully there won't be much damage they've suffered enough and uh, but uh, fortunately someone like like kyle rittenhouse was there to protect them we appreciate it thanks for watching listening thanks to you carano i'm jerry callahan this is the callahan show and we will talk to you again tomorrow